Morning Owls. Welcome to Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Krista. And I'm Rachel. And this is officially the Halloween episode. I don't think our episodes ever actually landed on Halloween. We haven't been doing it long enough for it to land on a Monday yet. I know. I don't think so. But Like, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, of course, we always had to do something sort of Halloween related. So we did witches. Ooh, spooky. There's a lot of, like, witchy books out there. So I feel like this could have gone either way, right? Like, you could have picked something, like, silly and, like, kind of campy or, like, more magical realism. So I'm curious to see which direction you went with it. Yeah. Mine actually uh, turns out it was a romance. So I was in the library, like, oh. my new library, and it was there. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of fun and cute. Sure. It was. I'll just jump in. Um, so I read Go Hex Yourself by Jessica Clare. Uh, which, like I said, is a romance, and there is definitely on-page sex. So, mm. you know, that's got it. it. It was well done. I read this like a month ago. I this a couple weeks ago, so I don't like, totally like remember. tasteful sex. Yeah. Though? Okay. Yeah, it wasn't got like it. weird, gross, cringy. Like, yeah, not like raunchy. Got it. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into any of that but if you're interested know, yeah just know it's there um so our main character is reggie johnson she um she's like living with a friend because she kind of lost her job she's sort of like been bouncing around jobs hasn't really like landed anywhere um i think she might have been living with a boyfriend and then they broke up so she's like moved in with their friend here mm-hmm. um and it's fine they play um a card game spellcraft the magicking which is obviously, you know, the version of um, Magic Card Game, but like you can't oh. actually like, use it in a book without paying for it. Got um, it. Yeah. So they play that, and they play like every Friday. It's their whole thing. So she sees in the new news in the paper one day why she's looking for jobs in the paper. Okay, whatever she is. Is this nineteen ninety five? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> seriously, and so she finds a job <laughs> um, to be a familiar for spellcraft. And so she's thinking, oh, and like, that must just be like a weird, quirky little thing of like, basically like you're an assistant, like it's how, like, so it goes on to kind of explain, like you're an assistant mm. for somebody. So she's like, oh my okay. God, how, yeah, she's like, how amazing would that be to be an assistant at my favorite card game? Like maybe one day, like I could like help design cards, like she's super stoked on it. So she goes to the interview, it's at a woman's home, which is already weird. And she has to have, like, I think she has the friend either drop her off or she has to borrow his car. Like, mm. she doesn't have a car. Um, and she's like, okay, well, like, this is weird, but, like, it must just be, like, some, like, centric, like, VP type person. Like, whatever. It's fine. Uh, so she goes in and she meets the person who was, like, currently the assistant, but is, like, very much pregnant and is leaving. Oh. And so that's why they're, like, hiring. A new one. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they need a new person. Um, and so she meets the woman who would be the boss. I think her name's like Drew. Uh, her last name's Magnus. I honestly can't remember her first name. And I like. They refer to her as Magnus? Yeah. Well, that's her last name. Yeah. Or like Aunt Magnus because the nephew comes in. And like she does have mm. a real first name. Uh, it's not listed anywhere. I couldn't find it anywhere. Like when I like relooked it up today. Magnus uh, is a dope name. I like it. Let's do it. Yeah. So uh, it's her. And she's like very like kind of like odd and different and whatever. Um she they go to like offer her the job like on the spot like the interview is like super weird only asked her a couple questions she doesn't think she's gonna get it and they're like okay yeah like here's like what the salary would be and like it's a pretty dang good number she's like okay like i could do that i could pay off some debt so that's like it like a monthly and they're like oh no that's your weekly salary she's like what 
Oh. Yeah. And they're like, can you start tomorrow? She's like, well, I don't like have a car. Like I've got to figure out how to get to and from work. And they're like, oh no, this is a live-in position. And she's still like, this is strange and this is weird. But like this, red flags. Yeah. But like it's a lot of money and she really needs a job. Like she's like desperate. It's this or like mm-hmm. go back to like some crummy like fast food dinery type job that she had. Yeah, uh, that I think she also up. And I think she got fired from that job. So she'd have to be like going back, like groveling, basically. Um, and she's not paying rent. Like her, she's like living with her buddy, like not really paying rent. So she's like, okay, yeah. Uh, so she moves in. Um, and then the other person that is there is Ben Magnus, who is the nephew of mm. our main gal. Uh, also, it turns out magic is real. And they are very upfront. And they tell her this. They're like, yeah, magic is real. She goes, ha ha ha, ha. funny jokes. Oh, so it's not like, like widely known, but like. Yes. They tell her because it's part of the gig. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't tell, like, humans don't know that magic is real. Uh, they don't know that there are witches and everything like that, witches and warlocks. So she obviously does not believe, right? She's like 25 ish. Like, okay, whatever. Seven. Yeah. She was like, okay. Like, she does realize early on that it is not at all for the card game that she thought it was. She like tells them this and they go, oh, how weird. Um, but they're like, whatever. That's fine. Like, you're going to be a familiar. It's great. And she's like, okay you don't really know what that means and so she like just starts like kind of like organizing the house and is like taking the like collection of herbs like oh she has so many spices weird and like oh, organizing them strange. and like so like at one point like drew comes and is like she's like oh like where are all my things she's like oh yeah she's putting like my magical herbs with like my cooking herbs my cooking spices oh no she's like but oh, that's fine like whatever like she's doing great and she just keeps saying that like every time reggie's like okay like oh no you're doing great um ben is very against this like from the beginning so this is very much like an enemies to lovers um he's mm-hmm. like why don't you just like go through the society of familiars but their family uh so it's only the two of them now ben is like 500 years old uh his aunt is like 2000 ish um and so they're like really old family but they like have oh, like this God. really bad reputation among like the witch people like apparently like Ben may or may not have killed his parents when he was younger. There's clearly something more to it than just like him, like just straight uh, killing them. But there, I mean, I know what it is. Obviously, I read the book. I know what's. But going they withhold on. that information until later. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like some people like absolutely believe it. Some people are like skeptical because he doesn't help himself. That he like he dresses in all black. He like doesn't participate. Like he goes to like there's like a warlock convention every year. He goes to that. And, like, that's it. Like, he only talks to, like, one person there. He, like, shoots down everybody's ideas. Like, he's very much, like, antisocial, does not want to engage, does not want to be a part of this. So he's not doing himself any favors by, like, no. getting people to, like, not think the worst about him. Um, and he normally lives in, like, Brooklyn. And they're in wherever they are. I don't know. Texas or something. I don't know. I'm I not sure. Remember. Okay. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. He came. He also is, like, incapable of keeping a familiar. So the reason that, like, witches and warlocks need a familiar is that they need that like power drag basically so like to do mm-hmm. all of their spells they need power so they can either like kind of do it themselves or mm-hmm. take it from themselves but then they'd be drained and they can never do a bigger spell or you just like take it from your familiar so like she doesn't really know that at first until it's like happening to her um and then like another big thing that happens in this is like um, people are cursed and so that's what the magnus's like main type of magic is is they uh curse people and so Ben has like decided like he kind of got out of like the really bad cursing um, things happened, but now he's like made his fortune in that like businesses hire him and he does all these like 
long con like low purses just to like tank stock market prices and stuff like that um so he doesn't really feel like he's hurting anybody except for his most recent client uh took his own life based off of like the things that kind of happened so now he's like questioning everything like should i be doing this maybe cursing is bad and they literally write them on like maybe cursing is bad wow what a novel concept (laughs) crazy right um and the curse gets like written on like a tablet like a iron tablet and then you have to go hide it somewhere because the only way to break a curse is to find the tablet so you need to like Mm. hide it somewhere um so this kind of like goes on for a bit the one thing that something the author did that i didn't like is that they just like she just like jumps time like all of a sudden it's like two months later six months later like do they make that clear like at the beginning of a chapter or something yeah yeah it'll be like two months yeah so you at least do know but it just felt almost kind of lazy which i mean i do appreciate that they didn't just like shove it all in like oh all of this love story happened in six months time um but it was still kind of annoying but um reggie is like not really believing the whole magic thing she's not really getting on board um she's decided to just kind of like placate her boss and be like oh yeah sure magic totally. is totally real Da-da-da. and like doesn't actually believe it um and so they like go out to lunch one day with like these other witches and their other familiars um who is like the woman's like arch nemesis but they're both like two thousand years old so it's like your best friend and your arch nemesis kind of like what day is like what is what day is it today kind of a thing um and so like later she's like oh i need you to go like do some like reconnaissance like go like she's got to be trying to curse me so like go check it out and like open this box or whatever when you get there so she does and it must be trying to curse me and it says like put me on so she puts this ring on and instantly gets turned into a cat like shrunk down into a cat and she was like okay and there is like a cat also in the house too so she's like oh i'm like being a cat how cool um and so she's like at this woman's house who she was like this is my boss's like nemesis who is totally gonna try and curse her and everything but she like still decides to go and like do her job and try to like get some recon if she can um and then she gets like chased out by a dog has to like figure out how to like get this ring off of her in her cat body because it's like stuck on her tail now or something oh geez Um, but like as she's like being a cat like she's losing some of her human senses and like thought process like already like it's just like an hour-ish um but there's like this really strong smell she really wants to go chase and she's like got all these like heightened things um and so she like finally gets out like runs away gets away from the dog that's totally gonna try and eat her um and then is like what do i do so she ends up calling ben i can't remember how she ends up with his number there's a legitimate reason because she's like i don't know who else to call like nobody knows magic is real like there's no one i can explain to this she's naked mind you right because she turned into a cat cat. yeah yeah so all of her clothes are like on the sidewalk somewhere like not anywhere there she like calls him and that kind of like kicks off like because for a long time she's been like oh he is just like horrible and he's terrible to his aunt and he's horrible to everybody and he's so mean and because literally this whole time he wants her he's basically like he wants her fired because the aunt was like, like no you shouldn't have hired her in the first yeah, place yeah yeah they aunt went like a weird way about it um and so she like so after that she finally is like okay yeah magic is real like um and the other thing with familiars too is a lot of times is that um because like kind of what the deal is is that you're a familiar and then ultimately your witch or warlock will teach you magic and then these familiars go on to become their own witch and warlock um, that makes sense because like to be a familiar you have to kind of actually be 
like have some sort of magic in you, even if it's like a bajillion generations ago. Magically inclined to some degree. Yeah. So the previous familiar, she got pregnant because she was doing um, a sex spell that went awry. There's also she didn't wear protection. Got it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. There is also a type of magic called sex magic. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, totally a thing. Yeah. So um, yeah. So after this whole cat debacle, a little bit more time goes by. She kind of accepts it. That magic is real. So obviously she got turned into a flippant cat. Um, you would definitely but, believe it then. But she can't tell anybody. And the money's still really good. And sort of, and like, honestly, the, the reason the woman did it is that she was just pissed off. She was like, I'm so tired of you, like, just denying that magic is real. It is real. Um, and so, but then they come home one day and turns out she has been cursed. She has this, like, sleeping curse. The woman does. The um, Aunt Magnus. Uh, and until they can find the tablet, she literally will just wither away forever until she dies because you can die like sleeping beauty yeah exactly pretty much yeah uh, except for she would have died because i don't think sleeping beauty would have died no i think she's like in stasis but yeah yeah but yeah so she would ultimately wither just away die. and die and so um then of course like ben and reggie have to like team up together Save to her. go figure out like what's going on and like because they figure it's got to be like revenge right that like somebody that she cursed is like trying to get her back so, like, mm. so then they're gonna go try to find all of her tablets and like where are they being hidden um and so that's basically why how they end up falling in love is that they're like spending all this time together trying to save her and figure out what's going on um and so that's like the rest of the book basically is them just kind of running around town fixing the ant trying to do things and like they have to stay together because it's like i guess um all of her previous familiars have also been cursed and so they're like, okay, well, like Reggie's for sure. Like she's probably got a target on her back, so she might get cursed. And so Ben does this like spell that kind of like hides her from anybody who's trying to like do like a skewering or whatever it's called, where they can like look into something and like see what the person is doing. So he it's like, like having curses as your specialty puts you on people's shit lists. Weird, crazy, yeah, wild. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so he can like he does this like spell so they'll like kind of like obscure her so nobody can like look mm-hmm. and see but it can't like travel like it's mainly over him and it's mm. sort of like cast a net so like she has to stay like by it's him like at all times yeah. yeah um and so yeah so they end up getting together because you know they're there now and yeah like you do mm-hmm. all in all um i ended up giving it four out of five stars on goodreads which I think I read it pretty quick, so there was that. And it was a fun story. I mean, was it a great story? No. But was I entertained? But was yeah. it fine? Yeah. Yeah, I was entertained. So, four out of five. That's all that matters. I mean, honestly, with most witch books, like, that's all you can really hope for, is that it's not, like, super weird. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I've read some that I'm just like, what the heck? Um, I told you, but, like, I did pick a book that was misleadingly not a witch book. Yeah. I was... <sighs> I was cheated, time. honestly. Yeah, like I got literally like three hours into this audiobook and I was like, when did the witches show up? So I Googled it and there were no witches. It was just a, what they called this type of tree was a witch elm. And I was like, because like, the back of it said that like they find a skull under the tree. So I thought that like witches had been hung there. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. the reading the back, I thought that that's what was implied. So I was just waiting for them to get to that part. And I was like, well, I'm going to tell people that it's real slow to start. <laughs> <laughs> and like it just kept going. And I was like, okay, no, oh, I cannot. Gosh. So I did have to pivot, which is why it took me a little while. <laughs> um, 
but I ended up uh, listening to Wild is the Witch by Rachel Griffin. Wow. It's like a very kind of like, I was like, like magic is real, like in this world. And like the way that she like built it out, like it was very easy to believe like what you would hope for in a witch book. Like there wasn't any like having to suspend some belief to like get on board with how the book was going. Like it wasn't like out there in left field or anything. Basically the main character, Iris Gray, what also what a great name love it iris, yeah right i was like i feel like i should put iris <laughs> on my baby list like i kind of love it actually absolutely yeah like it's going on the list um so iris i don't know exactly how old she is it's implied that she's like graduated from school so i think she's probably in like her late teens to early 20s it's unclear exactly um but her and her mom were living in nebraska oh (laughs) it gets better uh so they were living in nebraska with uh her dad and they have like a community of witches the world knows that witches exist but people aren't like scared of them because they're apparently like if magic is being used on you or around you you like see stars so like you can't be like unaware that magic is being used on you. So they basically Mm -hmm. just like tell people like, this is how it goes. Like, this is how it works. Like there's a council of witches that hold witches accountable who do things like there's all these rules, like for being a witch, like witch laws, basically. And like, you can be held accountable. Like you can go to jail for like performing specific spells and stuff. Like the legal system got very, like they really planned this out, honestly, like it's on board. (laughs) (laughs) So Iris and her mom live in Nebraska. Um, That's where she grew up. And her best friend tried to turn her boyfriend, so her best friend's boyfriend, into a mage. So usually you have to be born like a witch or a mage in order to have magic. Um, magic in this particular world is like you can't create something out of nothing, but it like works with nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you weren't like born into it, it can overwhelm you because like you can you start like absorbing the magic around you and then you start calling it to you too much and then you burst into flame and die like it consumes you like it can happen to objects too like if you like put like a curse on an object or whatever like that can happen to it like too much magic goes into it and it burns up um so iris is with her friend her friend like invited her out like camping or something for the weekend and iris went to bed and her friend performed this spell on the boyfriend and he burst into flame and died technically it's not illegal to turn someone into a mage there's like some rules around it like they have to consent to it um and then it can't result in bodily harm or death mm, i don't but know that's how... a gamble yeah like you wouldn't know that in advance like that's just mm-hmm. something that you'd hope wouldn't happen yeah also if they have how would you know they give consent because they're dead now exactly so like you can't really prove a lot of those things and so her friend does end up going to jail um i think for like a couple of years or something iris because she was there um like she was basically ostracized in the witch community and then like by her friends who weren't magical because they started to see witches as bad um her friend though like not only went to jail but like got stripped of her magic sense like you're no longer allowed to be magic that Um, makes more sense i was like you're only getting a couple years for killing a person even if they yeah so it's like there's like a tandem thing right where like the witch council has their verdict and then like the legal system has has theirs so i thought that was like a really interesting dynamic that they had here but like it makes sense like if there's no like real accountability not that like losing your magic wouldn't be a huge drawback (laughs) to breaking the witch laws but like there's actual like real world consequences Mm -hmm. um So because uh, Iris and her mom are feeling really ostracized in their community, they leave. Her dad is not magical and he chooses to stay because I guess they've moved a 
few other times and he like didn't want to move again but like they'd been in nebraska for quite a while and he was like no i don't want to go like he was starting to have a hard time with them being witches too Mm -hmm. and so they her parents get divorced and then they move her and her mom moved to Washington to run an animal (laughs) preserve, uh, which I was like, oh my God, this is so great. Um, There are like different kinds of witches in this. I can't remember all of the types. Like some of them are more powerful with like nature. Some of them are better with like other like specialties, basically like elements and that kind of stuff. Um, Doesn't really matter that much, but basically they're running this nature preserve. And because of what Iris experienced with like her friends, like not wanting anything to do with her and like, which is kind of getting a bad rap, especially because like her friend Amy's, story went pretty wide like everyone knows about it like people talk about it like she her friend amy is like currently on the television because it's like a couple of years later like being released from jail um so like it's like national news because Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen super often because it's frowned upon like even if you have consent and stuff like there are still usually some consequences because you're not really supposed to turn people into mages but like the consequences are light as long as they consented and then they don't die Mm -hmm. (laughs) like they're like "Mm, you got lucky all right community service um don't do it again yeah so they're running this nature preserve iris doesn't want anyone to know that they're witches the community that they serve um like bring them animals and they assume her mom is like a veterinarian because like she helps heal up the animals she doesn't doesn't deny it when they just assume it she just lets them assume that but really Mm -hmm. she uses like her magic because like her uh, iris and her mom like specialize in like nature magic like iris's best friend is like a wolf named winter who follows her around like she can (laughs) like basically like communicate with the animals in a way that like they know that she's not a threat and then like sometimes they'll do what she wants her them to do but like they're also animals like they're still going to kind of do their own thing but like she can usually sway them in a certain direction Mm -hmm. um so like her best friend's a wolf i love that um but she's really isolated herself from anybody because it went poorly you know everything's gone bad and she feels like she can't like be herself around normal people um so they're just living their life running this like nature preserve uh there's an intern on the preserve named pike and he like makes it very clear while the uh amy's like trial and release is on television like he does not like witches and so she iris feels unsafe around him she's Mm -hmm. like what if he finds out like what if he ruins our life here and we have to leave so she hates this guy first of all (laughs) she thinks he's really annoying all right fair fine Mm -hmm. he is kind of a know-it-all he does make her like clean out like the sloth stall or whatever more often than she's supposed to do it so like he kind of puts his work off on her he's like um in school so i think he's supposed to be like a grad student or something ish Mm -hmm. uh he's like in school for the study of owls or birds i can't remember what that's called doesn't really matter um so iris does this thing because she doesn't really practice magic much anymore although they do obviously use their magic to help like the animals that are at the wildlife preserve but her grandma taught her how to do this thing where like it's like writing a letter that you don't send so like when she's frustrated or she like can't let go of something she'll like write a spell or curse or something and then bind it to like sticks an inanimate object and then burn it like just let it go into the universe like it doesn't actually go out it's not supposed to go to anybody it's not supposed to affect anything and like so this is something that she does continue to do while they're here but she doesn't really generally practice um Iris is like really pissed off at Pike one day. And so she decides to write a curse that will turn him into a witch, which is exactly what her friend did that killed the boyfriend. So like, I think that's the biggest thing that I can't buy is like, she went through this whole experience and she still thought that was the right curse, right? Because like he says he hates them. So she felt like it was the biggest consequence for him. Yeah. 
I'm like, but, but why like, would you even risk that? Yeah, like don't put that out in the universe. Like that's I know. Turn him into like a, yeah. a frog. I don't know. Like literally anything else. Yeah. Um, so she writes that and she's like trying to get it bound to like sticks or whatever, and then she gets interrupted. <clears throat> Sorry, she gets interrupted and She's like, it's fine. I'll come back to it later. Like, it's not finished or whatever. So she comes back to do it later. There's this spotted owl that are, like, fairly uh, endangered species. So they have one on the preserve right now. It's got, like, an injured wing. And they're also magical amplifiers. Like, history is, like, that witches would use them to, like, help amplify spells. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure exactly how. This that super clear to me. But they're considered magical amplifiers. (laughs) And while she is finishing up the curse on Pike... To go bind it to these sticks, the owl swoops down and takes the curse. And so this owl could basically essentially like release this curse, not just to Pike, but to anybody around. Like mm. widespread, she could suddenly turn a whole region of people. She's like, I don't know how powerful it was because he's an amplifier. I don't know how big that could get. Like, so she's freaking out. Like this owl just flew off mm-hmm. with this curse inside of him. And, like, she can feel, like, the magic. So they have, like, a connection because, first of all, she already is, like, good with animals. So she can usually, like, find the ones, especially ones that she knows. And then, like, now her magic is in him. So she's literally able to track him. Um, But she goes to, like, get him. And then Pike, like, comes up behind her and startles her. And then she scares the owl off. And the owl flies out of the preserve. Like, he's not even in the preserve anymore. Oh, jeez. So she's freaking out and she can't tell her mom because like her mom just got engaged to like her longtime best friend that they decided that they were in love with each other. They're both ladies. It was very cute. It was very sweet. Um, it's not really important to the storyline, but I just, <laughs> I just appreciate that. Um, and so she like doesn't want to disturb her mom. doesn't want her to know because she's like, I don't want my magic strip. I don't want the council to find out. I'll just find this owl and I'll fix it. But her mm-hmm. mom's like, you're not going to go track this owl. Cause she does tell her mom the owl's missing, but she just says that like, I'm concerned about it. Cause he's not ready to be out of the preserve yet. Mm-hmm. And like magical amplifiers, like the council does keep close track of. And she knows that like, if her mom tells the council that the owl is gone, they're going to send somebody to look for it. Uh, okay. She's like, I'll do it. Like, I want to practice this anyway. And her mom's like, fine, but you have to bring Pike because he's already like wanting to like be our summer intern and like practicing to be good with like birds. And so like, you should bring him, even though she knows that she hates him. <laughs> but her <laughs> mom, a like, matchmaker. Yeah, she really does, though. Like, her mom was like, you have to, like, get him to go with you or I'm going to call the council and they can come with you. And, like, she obviously can't tell her mom why she doesn't want the council to go. So she has to talk Pike into going, who's like, why would you want me to go with you? Mm-hmm. Like, you hate me? <laughs> like, so it's definitely another one of those, like, enemies turned lovers deal. But, like, mm-hmm. I never got that, like, he didn't like her. She just, like, is overly sensitive, honestly, a little bit at <laughs> okay. the beginning. Like, I get it. She's got this big secret and she's, like, scared. And so, like there's that whole dynamic but like she has to get him to go with her on this like multiple day potential hike to go find this owl (laughs) that she's cursed to curse him she can't tell anybody so like wow what a very stressful situation yeah um he does agree to go and like just as she's leaving her mom like slips a condom into her bag she's like just in case she's like i'm not gonna need that (laughs) she's like so upset about it and like her mom's like just just in case (laughs) Like, I'm like, wow, that's such, like, a mom thing to do, though, Mm -hmm. especially, like, being an adult who knows that, like, oftentimes these situations where you really hate them turns into something different, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, she's seen the right at all. (laughs) Yeah, her her mom's like, I know what's up. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Um, 
so they go on this trip and like basically the whole thing is that like she's trying to hide from him who she is while tracking the owl because he's like oh it must be tagged i didn't know you tagged that owl because she's able to track it just like her person Mm -hmm. and so she's having to like pretend to pull up her phone to look at the little tracker app she's like yeah it's in the same spot he was yesterday (laughs) yeah it's totally it's totally right there but you can't you can't look at the tracker app because like it you can't look i have it It's, it's i promise he's there it's like copyrighted or something i don't know yeah so like while they're on this trip obviously they like get to know each other a little bit more and she starts to understand like why he has this like hatred for witches and like it does make sense um there are like some hints along the way that like kind of made me figure it out beforehand but not i didn't know exactly but i was like i know generally what this is going to be about Mm -hmm. um so obviously they like grow to enjoy each other's company and then it's even higher risk for her to tell him who she is and for her to like deal with the owl and the curse the owl like gets attacked by a bear and if the owl dies like he's definitely going to release the curse it's not like it would just die with oh. him either like so there's a few different like dynamics basically going on here where it's like he can't just like if he died it wouldn't be like oh it's gone mm-hmm. he's gonna release it and like the whole like the biggest concern is really just like is it gonna do the whole region is everyone in this entire region gonna like go up into flames because they suddenly get turned into mages yeah um yeah uh it was kind of stressful there for a little bit i wasn't really sure like especially like when they start to get to the point where like she gets the owl and she's trying to figure everything out and like solve the whole situation and then keep him safe. Like it, there's like a lot going on. It's honestly not even a very long book. It's an audiobook. I think it was like a five and a half or maybe it was seven hour audiobook, but I listened to it on two times speed <laughs> because the narrator was actually kind of slow in her speech, but mm-hmm. then like, you know, when you bump it up to 1.5 and then you're like, well, I'm settled here. They could do 1.7 and mm-hmm. you can bump up Yeah, a you slowly work your way up. Yeah, I ended up at two times speed. So, like, I listened to it in, like, four hours. But mostly because I wanted to know how it was going to end. Like, I ended up really enjoying it. Like, they get into some, like, situations where it's, like, I don't really know how they're going to get out of this. Or, like, is somebody going to get injured? Like, she has, uh, they, like, encounter, like, like, a cougar and, like, bears. And, like, how does he not figure out that she's magic? Because people know that magic exists, right? It's a little easier to hide it when nobody knows magic exists like you can write stuff off but like when people know it's mm-hmm. a little harder because like there's that potential option that they could actually think of yeah like so yeah, like, i yeah i felt like the story was really good like they built like a really good like reasonable world for magic which was great like it didn't feel um like forced like having the characters like end up liking each other like it made sense like as they like reveal their stories to each other and i also really loved it they went from nebraska to washington like i thought that was amazing <laughs> uh so i would give it like a four and a half like it was a really good read and it was a quick one like yeah yeah awesome. no regrets so glad I ditched that other book that wasn't actually a witch book. That was actually about witches. <laughs> yeah, that we needed. These are both good Halloweeny ones. Mm-hmm. Very, very on point. Um, next episode is murder mystery. Ooh, scary. Moving towards the end of the year, it's gonna like start flying by. Yeah, it's all but... dark outside, so dark books. It'd be great. Dark or, spooky. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe they're gonna be like the super fun murder mystery ones. There's like nine hundred in the series. Who knows? We'll see. There are so many. I literally haven't picked one yet. I should probably hop to that. I happen to already have one, so I Mm-mm. at least I haven't opened it, mind you. But I'm okay. Ready. Well, text it to me so I don't overlap. Okay. Um, until then, y'all can find us on our socials: Instagram, Isn't Past Your Bedtime, Twitter slash X, uh, IIPYB underscore Pod, and TikTok, Isn't Past Your Bedtime. And we will talk to everyone later. Bye, everyone. Happy Halloween. Bye. Happy Halloween.